fam. Here we are again on this wonderful Thursday night. Uh, I got a little football on the TV right now. Unfortunately, it's the Jets and the Bills, so I'm yeah. sorry. That's the Thursday night game. Uh, but let's talk. Let's talk the week ahead. Week nine. A lot has happened. The trade deadline has come and gone. Some huge storylines and some huge players on the move. Some big injuries, unfortunately, happened today. Uh, And we will start with those because, unfortunately, let's jump right into that. And we have to start with Deshaun Watson. Oh, no. So sad. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it pop up on my phone, and I I thought it was, you know, fake. I thought, you know, someone had said something irrational. But it turns out to be real. And, um... The once promising young rookie season on his way to a rookie of the year title has now disintegrated, and so has the Texans. I, I was hoping you were joking at first, but then I realized that you you don't really joke about stuff like that, and that you're more of you know of a serious person when it comes oh. to sports information, sports data, sports statistics that you'd be sending me. So then I immediately panicked internally, and then got really sad, and then I hoped you were joking. So I was like going through the spectrum of emotions there, incredibly upset. Um, was obviously praying for a miracle, a Christmas miracle, since we're in the Christmas season now. Thanksgiving coming up, favorite time of the year. I love it. I digress. Um, I think it affects the entire team like exponentially, including my boy Will Fuller, who's been incredible. DeAndre Hopkins takes a hit. Lamar Miller takes a hit. I mean, if you have the statue, the statuesque quarterback and Tom Savage standing back there, not moving, not processing, what's going on on the field as fast as quarterbacks should. I mean, if I was the defensive coordinator, I would stack the box. I would blitz. There's going to be a lot of pressure on everybody to step it up. So next man up. Another big storyline that has just broken over the past hour or so is Pierre Garçon is now done for the year, headed to IR. Uh, it's you know, it's a wide receiver two for a lot of people, maybe a wide receiver three. Uh, is this is this something that can be you know replaced easily? Uh, someone who's you know aiming for the playoffs that's hoping you know. Granted, the, the 49ers aren't the best team in the world, but you know Pierre Garçon is the seasoned vet who has the capabilities of putting up decent numbers. For, 49ers are actually the worst team in the world. They're um, they're zero well, have, have you watched the Browns? Have you watched the Browns? I mean, they're both pretty bad. And Pierre Garçon, he already had 40 catches for 500 yards. He was gonna get over a thousand, probably have. I don't know. He could even have a hundred catches. This is a this is a big loss, very big loss for the Niners. Do they give the ball more to Carlos Hyde? Who knows? Uh, Marquise Goodwin could be someone yeah. to look at. I I kind of yeah, like it. Uh, George Kittle, right? Mm. George Kittle could also come up big in this. It's it's, the, it's the Niners. I mean, I'm not rushing to like pick any <laughs> of these guys up unless I really need to. <laughs> Yeah, walk, so, don't run, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll, uh, so it's, I guess it's just a sit and wait situation, yeah, the, maybe. The last, the last unfortunate injury to discuss is somebody that has not stepped foot on the field this season and will not, and it's unfortunate because he does happen to be one of the best players in the NFL when healthy. He's just never healthy, and that's Andrew Luck. Uh, Andrew Luck has now been officially um, done for the 2017 season, has not played a snap, and will not. Um, sad, absolutely, but. What can you do? You have to worry about his health and not worry about the two and six Colts, right? Something like two that. Two and five Colts. They're not that good. But here, here's my question then. If you're the Colts, do you do you potentially start looking at another quarterback? Lockett, he can't stay healthy the past few years. They just signed into a ridiculous contract. I know, but like, do you, I mean, maybe draft one late next year or something. It's, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be something to be seen. 
uh, over the next few months to see how he rehabs from his shoulder. But from a fantasy standpoint, it sucks because that not only, you know, does it hurt all of the, the Colts wide receivers, but it's also a quarterback off the board that everyone had hopes would put up a monster season. True. Yeah, I just hope that it's not like a degenerative issue or something in his shoulder that he can't get over. I think I think Cam Newton had a similar surgery. I mean, obviously you can't really compare these two, but later in the offseason than Andrew Luck, and he's back, and he's playing every week. I mean, you can't, like I said, you can't compare, but at the same time, did the Colts handle this, like, optimally? I mean, I think that's really the question. Did they prolong having the surgery or recognizing that there was an issue? Because I feel like he had some shoulder issues at the end of last season, and as soon as the season was over, he should have probably... Right, like been proactive. Have somebody check it out. Yeah, yeah, just been a little more like aware of it and proactive. Exactly. So I feel like that falls more on the Colts organization. Unless Andrew Luck said, "No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine." Until he got to the first day of practice and said, "Oh, my shoulder hurts," which I don't think is the case. So I don't know. The front office, I feel like they could have dropped the ball a little bit here. But to your point, if people were stashing Andrew Luck or they drafted T. Y. Hilton like slightly early, right? I feel like he was drafted like end of second to fourth round, hoping that Luck would only miss a few weeks, right? He'd be ready by the preseason, they were saying. And then he's done nothing. He's had two big games, and it, it has a domino effect. It hurts the team. It hurts the morale, right? And they are struggling mightily this year, so. It's unfortunate. He is one of the premier players in this game, the most paid quarterback in the league, and a guy who everyone had their sights on as, you know, the future greatest quarterback of all time. And I hope, to, you know, I hope he comes back healthy, and I hope he, you know, can return to form. Let's jump into the the trades that happened this past week. Wow. I was not expecting two of them, and they are the biggest two, in my opinion. Um, I don't know about you guys, but we can discuss, and that's Kelvin Benjamin to the Bills and Ooh. Jay Ajayi to the Eagles. When you say biggest, do you mean like the biggest athlete in the NFL as, as a receiver because he's 265 pounds? Or... He's also really not an athlete. Yeah. He's basically just a big guy. Um, but, yeah, it's a huge <laughs> shock. No one was expecting Kelvin to be traded. No one was expecting Jay to be traded. And yet both of them gone right before the deadline. What do we think? Yeah, AFC East, right? Um, addition by subtraction, I guess. I don't know. I think... It's kind of weird how the Panthers... I, I see the connection to Sean McDermott, right? He was the defensive coordinator. seen him on the on the practice field for years, right? Um, trying to pick up... I guess they gave up a third and a seventh rounder. He's not playing tonight. I think he could eventually you know, grow into a potential number one receiver role, though. And then with Zay Jones, who just scored a touchdown, actually. Congratulations. Um, and Jordan Matthews. That's a pretty decent receiving core. Uh, the JGI trade is really... Fishy? Is it fishy to, to say that? You know, pun intended? Yeah, um, that's super, super corny. Fourth, uh, yeah. <laughs> fourth round, of course, fourth of round course pick, and that's it? That's it? That was odd. Eagles are the best team in the NFL right now. Like, maybe second best, but they're one of the best teams in the NFL. It only makes them that much better. I think this Weird. is a lot. I think this is, I think it's very good. I think his value goes up. He was basically traded for what he was drafted at. Yeah, I mean, he was he was drafted in the middle of the fifth round a few years back, and he got traded for a fourth round pick to a team that's going to finish in the later part of the fourth. You know, in the he's going to finish as a, a playoff team, so they're going to be picking at the bottom half of the round. So I, I don't get it because Jay Ajayi, you know, while he's not the sexiest player in the world, he is a serviceable running back one, and for a team that has no backup plan, I didn't understand this one whatsoever. So weird. Only a fourth round or two, though. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't understand. Premier running backs are hard to come by, so I don't Big, get this. Bigger question is: Do you really want Kenyon Drake or Damian Williams? Because I don't. 
Kenny and Drake, uh, I'd be willing to take the gamble yeah. on, honestly. Yeah. He's shown flashes of speed. Yeah, he's shown flashes of speed. He's shown flashes out of the you know the, the passing game, but I don't have too much faith in that just yet. Good, good pedigree coming from Alabama, though, right? So he's been in some competitive environments. Is I mean, all you can hope for to do something. So, well, that concludes our news of the week. It's been some pretty big storylines with the trade deadline and with the unfortunate injuries that have happened around the league. So let's jump yeah. into some more exciting topics and let's play a little game of this or that. We're going to run through every game this week in week nine, and we're going to pick one player from each team that we think might have an impact not only in that game, but might have an impact on your fantasy team. Some of them might be bigger names. Some of them might be the sleeper pick that we think maybe they could you know, carry you to a win this week. So let's start with the first game of the week, and let's start with Baltimore-Tennessee. I'm going to throw out two names, just base it just on that. Who do you think is going to have a bigger impact in the game? Alex Collins, DeMarco Murray, Go. Oh, when I'm you say saying... bigger impact, like better fantasy day. Okay, fine. Yeah, better fantasy day. All right. Uh, Demarco Murray. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Alex Collins here to continue the uh, hot streak. Yeah, I'm gonna stay with I'm gonna say Alex Collins as well. I think it's a much uh, stronger pick than Demarco's fading ability. Uh, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. A little bit of sleeper one here. Adam Humphreys, Ted Ginn. Ooh. That's I'm tough. hoping this is a I'm hoping this is a high scoring game. I'm gonna go with uh with Ted Ginn based on the, the big play potential. I like Adam Humphreys here, actually. I'm gonna break the tie once again. I am gonna say Ted Ginn. Adam Humphreys is dealing with injury, so I'm gonna skirt that one a little bit. Rams Giants. We're gonna do the battle of the quarterback here. Jared Goff or Eli the King Manning. Oh, the King, the King of New York. What's the up? King? Mike no, White, I was Eli I was Manning. taking that a different direction. The Ooh. King of the, the terrible North players. North Jersey. Hey, you the, said king that. the King of terribleness. The king of North Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going Eli. You know, just loyalty alone. So that don't necessarily take my pick, but I hate to say it, but I think Eli uh, actually. No, I, I scratched that. Rams got a pretty good defense. I'm going Jared Goff. I think he has a better day. Uh, I'm going to break the tie once again. Jared Goff, sorry. Manning, Giants, has, Manning has nothing left in the tank. Giants can't run the ball at all. So they're or, yeah, or that. That gives him the advantage right there. <laughs> right, just put somebody, right, just put somebody on Evan Ingram. We're fine. Davis Webb, are you ever going to play and they keep saying no. So that's that's fine. Let's just keep running our, you know, 74-year-old quarterback into the ground when we're 1-6. 1-6. Yeah, six. Good. Six. Like good. good job. That'll be a topic for good another job. day yeah. is what the Giants do next. Yeah. Uh, opportunities. Opportunities don't exist, you know, when you're 1-6. All right, jumping to the next game here. Uh, Denver Broncos and their newly appointed quarterback, uh, which that whole situation is just gross. Um, Marius or Alshon Jeffrey? I like Demarius. Only because I have him on a team. Ain't that Demarius? Demarius? Demarius. It's Demarius. So is Demarius your choice? Is Demarius, yes. Of course, of course. I'm in the Christmas spirit a little bit. I'm going to be on my own on this one. I'm going to say Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, The Denver secondary is still good, but I just... Paxton. You stay (laughs) in your own. You stay in your own. It's Brock Osweiler, actually. Oh, that's right. Sorry, not Paxton. Brock Osweiler. B Rock. B Rock Osweiler. I'm not sure that's any better. I I mixed up the quarterbacks. Maybe a tiny bit better. Oh my god! <laughs> One terrible six-seven quarterback to another. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, all they sh- they share in common a lot of things. They they are both gigantic human beings, and they both suck at football. 
So, terrible, yeah. terrible release, you know, weak arms. God. The release is the worst part of their game, without a doubt. They both are ugly. It's like a slight um, sidearm, like Tebow-ish type Blake Bortles throw. It's like yeah, Denver needs, obscure. It's obscure. Denver needs to invest in that quarterback. They need it more than the Giants do, I think. It's a shame, too, because their defense is so good, the Broncos, that they could be so much better. But they're, like, wasting years of some talent oh, on the roster, yeah, man. Elway, what are you doing? Bold statement, but Kirk Cousins could be a potential fit now that Jimmy Garoppolo... Oh, we never talked about that, but, hey, not really important from a fantasy perspective. That's yeah. why Jimmy Garoppolo, not at this point really a fantasy-relevant quarterback. Um, but, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo now gone off the, off, the, uh, off the board. So did Denver turn to somebody like Kirk Cousins, maybe? They'd have Who to knows? Pay him a, they'd have to pay him a lot mm. of money. Throw some just, cash at it, why not? Just some food for thought, kind of just getting the, the juices flowing. Uh, next game, we're going to go back to the quarterback here. Atlanta, Carolina. Matt Ryan or Cam Newton? It's in Carolina. I'm saying Cam Daddy has a better game. Matt Ryan has just not been good lately. And Ooh. I don't see him turning it around this game just yet. Going to Carolina in my mind. Uh, Matt Ryan has been very disappointing. Potentially the biggest bust in the, this fantasy season. Um I'm going to say Cam Newton has the better day, but I'm hoping that Matt Ryan throws at least a touchdown to Julio Jones this week. Uh, this one's this is tough because they're both. Uh, Jesus, I'm going to say Cam. It's pretty close. I, I like Cam this week. Falcons defense is meh. Let's just hope it's not like a seven to ten game. Yeah, that's put, that's the thing. Let's put about some this points game. up here, boys. Yeah, this this game could be a you know a fourteen ten game, or it could be a forty four to forty game. Oh, praying for that, that one. Pray yeah, oh, the ladder, the ladder, please. <laughs> for everybody involved, Cincy Jacksonville, another barn burning game possibility here. <laughs> Alan Hearns or Joe Mixon? We're kind of mixing up the position here, Ooh, but from, from a flex standpoint, from a flex? Alan Hearns. I'm going Joe Mixon simply for the fact that I want him to do good. I have him in two leagues. And from a flex, I would probably start Joe Mixon just because he can catch. He had a lot of – I mean, he got 15 points last week or something like that or so. Yeah, Joe Mixon. Jaguars are going to ride the Fournette train. And the Bengals – I mean, they got to give the ball to Joe Mixon. Jaguars don't have the best rush defense, awesome pass defense. I'm going Joe Mixon. See, just based on that, yeah, I would just based on the fact of that the the Jaguars' rush defense is terrible, that I would say Joe Mixon. But I'm actually going to say Alan Hearns. Marquise Lee. Marquise Lee is down right now. He hasn't practiced in a few days. So just based on that, I'm going to say Alan Hearns. I like the upside. And we picked him up, brother. Nice. So if he does something, <laughs> what once what once could have been a great game of Andrew Luck versus Sean Watson oh. is now is now Jacoby Brissett versus Tom Savage. I'm good. Ooh. I'm good. I feel Ooh. like I don't even want to offer any examples here, but I'm gonna Will Fuller. Will Will Fuller and his touchdown stampede, or uh, T Y Hilton and his lack of production from Jacoby Brissett. I'm going T Y Hilton. I don't think it's even a question. Tom, Tom Savage is not going to get the ball to Will Fuller like Deshaun did. It's T.Y., and it's by, like, a very small margin. <laughs> I'm going Will Fuller because I'm banking on one 40-yard-plus uh, TD pass, which is his only catch of the game, and this is going to be a struggle to watch. So 
Yeah. Tom Savage has a pretty decent arm. I don't know where it goes, but he has a decent arm. Will Fuller can run fast. Give him one reception for 50 yards and a touchdown. I'll take Will Fuller. That's enough. Wow, we are in a string of just great games this week. We went from Cincy Jacksonville to Indy Houston. Let's talk about Arizona and the 49ers. <sighs> Another barnyard. Oh, uh, barnyard. <laughs> Barn burner. Barn burning Jeez. barnyard. Be careful. <laughs> keep, keep your yeah. fire extinguishers close. This one, it's out in San Francisco, and they are definitely not in a great shape with the whole weather that, you know, the, the, the oh, forest man. fire is going on. So, unfortunately, for them out there, I, I sympathize for them. Um, AP or Carlos Hyde? Yeah. Good luck. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going AP hardcore on this one because I think. Uh, now that Drew Stanton is the quarterback, there's nothing else that he can do aside from turn around and hand the ball to AP. I like AP as well. 49ers rush defense is not that good. Yeah, this is the only consensus one we have. I'm going to go Adrian Peterson as well. I think he's going to be terrible, but still, <laughs> he's going to be less terrible. He's going to be less terrible. They're both. <laughs> they're both not going to do good. This might be the worst <laughs> of football I think you've ever had. Lesser of two. Oh my is there one, god! Is there one game here that's not bad. The I think Cow- the next one Cowboys, you're getting up to. The next, few, the next few could be okay, yeah. God, but from a fantasy perspective here, you know, Washington from a fantasy perspective hasn't been great. Washington, I mean, Seattle. So we're talking about now next game, Washington, Seattle. It could so be decent two, for some. Two guys who have actually come on pretty strong in the last week or two, Jamison Crowder, Paul Richardson, go. I like I like Paul Richardson. Um, solid performance last week. I think he could have even had a better day. Um, I st- I'm sticking with Paul. Because Crowder, I need to see one more week. I think Paul's progressively getting more targets each game. Crowder, mm, show me more, bro. I concur. I concur. Um, if you said Chris Thompson, I would have chose him. But, I mean, that's ah. a little too obvious, right? So, I'm, I'm, going, off, I'm going off script here. But uh, I'm going to say uh, Paulie, uh, Paulie Richardson as well. Yeah, three for three. Paul Richardson. He's looked great lately, and Seattle's love targeting him. So it's a pretty pretty good match made in heaven. They can't run the ball either. You got Cheeseburger Eddie back there eating cheeseburgers. Cheeseburger Eddie. We will get to him. We will get to him in a few minutes because I have some some discussion about him. But uh, yeah, Cheeseburger Eddie is uh, is going to be unfortunate topic of discussion. Casey Dallas. This might be the best game of the week. I hope. Yes. But if, if Zeke isn't playing, then it won't be the best. It, it could yeah, still be good. I think it still is a good game. Jack Prescott or the number one in some formats, Alex Smith. He's the number one ranked quarterback in some formats. How crazy is that? Alex Smith. The Cow- amazing, man. Cowboys pass defense is surprisingly not awful. 250 yards per game. I don't know. Chiefs have a prolific offense. I can see them trying to feed the ball to Kareem Hunt a lot, a lot of running. Just on, they don't give the they don't give the ball to Alex Smith that much to throw it. I'm gonna go with Dak Prescott. Ooh, um, you're not a Cowboys fan, are you? <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, Alex Smith, of course, um, because they're gonna win. You know, I'm gonna blow out. Um, just keep throwing to Travis Kelce, man. He is the man. I'm going to break the tie, of course, uh, because each of you picked a different team. <laughs> so I'm going to, unfortunately, side with uh, one brother here over the other, and I'm going to say Alex Smith. Yeah, Alex Smith, has, he's looked fantastic. He really has. Um, and the Cowboys, 
are just not a good defense. Oakland, Miami. Oh, another, another this could be okay. Game. Another smoking, barnyard. Smoking Jays back. Jeez. I do not. I do not. I do not agree on that one. I don't care who's back. Raiders. Raiders have the worst defense in the world. Um, <laughs> this game's gonna be awful. So let's let's talk about two big sleeper slash hopeful players that you picked up over the past two weeks and DeAndre Washington or Kenyon Drake. Who would you rather start this week? Just based on carries and touches alone, Kenyon Drake. DeAndre Washington's going to compete with Marshawn Lynch and Jalen Richard. So Kenyon Drake only has Damon Williams. Kenyon. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, former the former Alabama back as well. But I, I think it's going to be closer than you might think because Marshawn is he's just not a 15-plus carry a game back anymore, you know. Even when he is 15-plus carries, he's not producing this season. So I don't think that's, you know, a worry. I like DeAndre this past week. He had a good week. But I'm going to go Kenny and Drake as well. Um, the Raiders have the worst defense in the league. Literally ranked. Literally ranked the worst defense in the league. So I think it's just an opportunity for him to show what he's got. Come on, Jack. Get your team together, bro. <laughs> God, the Raiders look bad. Uh, last game. Another one that could have been good if... Aaron didn't get hurt. Detroit Green Bay Monday Night Football. Jordy or Golden Tate? Oh, pff, this is easy. Golden Tate. I don't think. I don't think it's that easy. He's got Matthew. Sta- he has Matthew Stafford throwing to him. Yeah, Golden Tate for me. Mm. I want to. I want to say Jordy. Honestly, I really do. Um, I think that Detroit hasn't really found themselves on offense. Really, I don't know what's going on. Their defense has been much better than I thought they would be. But the offense has been really kind of all over the place, and it's been certain wide receivers being targeted over others some weeks. So I'm going to say Jordy. I'm looking for that Ooh. touchdown, that touchdown potential. So, Darius Slay. Yeah, Golden Golden Tate doesn't have touchdown potential. Jordy does, no matter who the quarterback is. So um, I think, you know, just based on that alone. Tomato, tomato. That's That really, I don't know if those referenced any of what I just said, but hey, good. <laughs> he, got, he got you good, bitch. Yeah, yeah, barnyard over here. <laughs> More than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, that's better. There we go. That's closer. <laughs> Let's move on to a one of my favorite segments, and it's getting to that point in the season where you know trade deadlines are coming for your leagues. You want to try to get towards those playoffs, and what do you do? Keep trade or cut? Okay, you got to pick. We're going to give you a list of three different players. You keep one. You trade one. You cut one. Pretty self-explanatory. A lot of fun. Gives people the insight of who you would be high on, who you would be low on, given a certain situation instead of players. Exactly. First one. First one. All of them have had some significant things happen to their quarterback. And uh, it's going to be an interesting one. DeAndre Hopkins, T.Y. Hilton, Demarius Thomas. Oh, oh boy. I'll let you take that one. So, <laughs> DeAndre, I would try to trade him for whatever you can get right now. Uh, Demarius, Demarius, I would keep, and T.Y. Hilton, I would cut. Yeah, the bold strategy, Cotton. I yeah. just, just based on those, I don't know. I think that there's really no answer to this. Yeah, that's that's that one's a tough. That's a very very tough one, actually. I am gonna go out on a limb here and say, I guess you kind of got this wait and see approach with with all of these guys potentially, right? I guess they have. Well, DeAndre has a new quarterback. Who is Demarius Thomas has a new quarterback. And T.Y. has the same new quarterback. 
Ty, you got to cut. I'm sorry, Andrew Luck's not coming back. Um, Demarius Thomas, I would wait to see if he has an awesome game with Brock Osweiler. Maybe thinking that people can get tricked by that game, trade him, and then I would stick with uh, DeAndre Hopkins potentially and hope that they could figure some figure something out on the Texans. God, I, I'm going to go quick here. I would keep Demarius, I would trade DeAndre, and I would cut T.Y. So, Boom. Yeah, pretty. That's a, it's a hard one. That's a tough one. Let's move to the quarterback here. Alex Smith, Carson Wentz, Drew Brees. So the, we went, we're going in a different direction here. The other ones were struggling. This one is, you're talking about three of the best. You're but three going of the best forward, right now, going forward. Right. But going forward, how? what would you do based on, you know, if you had to start one of them, if you had to keep, you know, trade one of them, had to cut one of them. Who would you be willing to ride that, you know, those quarterbacks to your finals? I'll, uh, I'll take this one first. Um, I'm going to say Alex Smith because he's, you know, doing so well right now. You could probably get the most value out of it. I would trade Alex Smith. I would hold on to Carson Wentz. And I would, unfortunately, cut Drew Brees. They're just a different team now. They're running the ball. They're putting it in uh, Kamara and Ingram's hands a little bit more. And he hasn't really been having that many games as trade value is low so those are my thoughts well said i agree actually with everything you said i was pretty much going to say all that alex smith the yeah, guy the guy he hasn't he hasn't thrown an interception yet it's going to be very very difficult for him to you know go through the rest of the season and not throw an interception so and then once he throws one it could happen a little bit more so i agree with you on that nice we're brothers I would yes. I would trade Drew Brees, hmm. just based on name alone. Just based on name, people want him. People yeah. want Drew Brees just because they know his capabilities. This is where it gets tough. I would probably end up cutting Carson Wentz. I love Carson Wentz, but I'd rather have Alex Smith right now. I would rather start Alex Smith because oh. the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs look great. Uh, they digressed flowing, a little bit the past few games. I don't care. Tyreek, he has great, for the first time in his career, he has great weapons. Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, it doesn't get any better than that. And I like his weapons better than I like Carson Wentz's weapons. So, Carson uh, Carson City, Wensylvania? <laughs> I was good. I like that. That was good. I got I it from a guy sitting here at work. So. I saw you, I saw you <laughs> thinking over there. Yeah. Very. <laughs> <laughs> he was questioning whether he should say it or not. Clever, very clever. No, I was just waiting my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I was always going to say it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you waited for that moment. Yeah, thank you guys for the opportunity. All right, next one. Joe Mixon, Carlos Hyde, Christian McCaffrey. <sighs> Cutting Carlos Hyde. I think that was easy. Um, who was the first one? Joe Mixon? I would keep Joe Mixon and trade Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, I think right now you could probably get decent, good value. Uh, Joe Mixon, he's starting he's starting to come around right now. That's why I would keep him. Now he's actually playing like the number one. Yeah, I'm, uh, my gut's telling me that the 49ers are going to have to run the ball because they're just terrible and you got to keep Hyde and, I don't know, hold out hoping, keep hoping, keep hope alive as long <laughs> as you, as long as you can, but... Oh, that's a tough one, too. Joe Mixon, I am going to trade. And McCaffrey, I'm sorry, you stink. You're, you're out. Uh, I would I would keep McCaffrey. I would trade Mixon, and I would cut Hyde. Um, Mixon, I think people are going to love him based on his upside now. 
based on the game he had, and I think they'd be willing to go out on a limb for him. McCaffrey's going to get you his receptions, and I hate Carlos Hyde. So, kind of, kind of, it's hard to argue with that. Yeah, that's a tough one. All right, last one. The the last barnyard Barney. Uh, <laughs> barnyard Barney. Barney. This one, this one, this one really sucks. I'm not going to lie. Terrell Pryor, Eddie Lacy, Randall Cobb. All three cut. <laughs> so I don't to listen to that. Well, that was easy. Yeah. Oh. Cut, not cut, cut, cut. All right. So, so okay. It's good, um, advice. it's good advice, though, honestly. So <laughs> just based advice. based off of value, who has the most value, Randall Cobb, which is very sad to say. Eddie Lacy, wow. you're going to get nothing for. Terrell Pryor, you're going to oh. get absolutely nothing for. Oh. So Randall Cobb still is the number two. They're going to have to throw the ball. Trade him. <sighs> Oh, God. <laughs> Some people are in these situations. Some people have these players and don't know what to do. That's how bad it is. Cut, We're human, too. You cut know. Eddie Lacy? Actually, I don't know. Cut Terrell Pryor and keep Eddie Lacy. Just because Eddie Lacy is is the number one, could be the number one. I don't I don't know. That, that backfield is just awful. The only reason that I agree to keep Eddie Lacy as well is because he comes with a sack of cheeseburgers. Oh. And I am starving right now. So. He is. <laughs> Right in his gut. Cheeseburger right. Eddie. I don't know. Pete Carroll, again, doing his, like I mentioned in episodes past, you know, his overly positive and competent and boisterous, like, we're going to ride Eddie Lacy into the ground this week. Yeah, let's see what happens after you give him the ball eight times this week and he has negative three yards. Then what are you going to do? Then you're not going to give it to him again, and you're just going to let Ru- Russell Wilson run all over the place. You got Dwayne Brown playing this week. I don't know. Uh, oh, man. Cheeseburger Eddie. He stinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Terrell Pryor's gotta go though. I mean uh, no value for anyone. Who is the third one? Randall Cobb? Yeah. Oh man, I'm trading Terrell Pryor because Ooh. you might have somebody that has hope. For what? Um, <laughs> I don't know. To a Washington fan. And that's it, that's all I got. Yeah, I the more I think about this, the more I hate it. So I'm going to cut Eddie Lacey because why not? Uh, I'm gonna trade Terrell Pryor and I'm gonna keep Randall Cobb. I don't know why, but that's literally all I can say is that Terrell Pryor might be worth more than the two of them just based on the fact that he still has his quarterback and he's got to catch a ball at some point. I mean, he's got to be targeted at some point. I don't know when, but it's these are guys who people invested, you know, third rounds in the third rounder in Terrell Pryor, you know, a seventh or eighth rounder in Eddie Lacy, a f- fifth or sixth rounder, you know, sixth, seventh rounder in Randall Cobb. I mean, people who have just not panned out this season, whether it's on injury, whether it's just on opportunity. Or just Sorry. being bad. Yeah, or bad. The, reason. <laughs> the voice sucking. of reason. Yeah. Or, or just because they stink. Jeez. And speaking of injury, not to uh, um, shatter anyone's hopes and dreams here, but uh, Zay Jones is down, and I'm not sure if it's a non-contact injury or not, but oh, he did he did score a touchdown for you if you started him this week, which you probably nope. didn't. No one started him. Probably on the waiver wire in every league. I'm honestly not sure what happened. I just see him sitting there, and he looks upset. So that, That's un- unfortunate that to see. That sound good. I agree. All right, so our, recovery. our last little uh, discussion here before we get to the finale uh, would be a bye week blues. Bye week blues. Bye week blues. This might be the worst bye week uh, we've had in a while. Some some really good teams on buys this week. Um, ones that you might not be able to recover from. Um, Chicago with Jordan Howard. Minnesota with Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. Um, New England with you know the whole team. Uh, Pittsburgh with, you know, the whole team. And the Chargers with, you know, Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, Hunter, Hunter Henry. Henry. 
when we get into these situations, when people, you know, there's certain teams that drafted a ton of, you know, by week nine guys, where do they go from here? You know, where does somebody go who drafted, you know, Tom Brady and Melvin Gordon? You know, do they, do, you know, if they had Deshaun Watson as their backup, say, just throwing it out there, you know, would, would you, you know, would you be looking on the waiver wire for, you know, a, a Jared Goff? Would you be okay starting him against the Giants this week? Against the Giants? Yeah, I would be okay. You're, you're probably not going to get, as long as he can get his projected points, then I would be happy. That, that yeah. has that has a potential for a high-scoring game if Eli's going to throw the ball 60 times, which he probably will. But <laughs> they could also run Todd Gurley all over them. So I'd be right, okay. week, I guess I would be okay with picking him up. By week nine is always typically a terrible week. It's usually six teams, and unfortunately this year it's three of the best offense, you know, two or three of the best offenses in football. And it's unfortunate because, you know, we see Tom Brady done. For this week, Jordan Howard, Adam Thielen, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Melvin Gordon. You know, the list, it goes on and on. You know, when you guys get into this, do you guys have a, you know, a, a mindset in the draft saying, hey, I'm going to not target too many guys with the same bye week? Is that, does that ever cross your mind? All the time. That one week could be devastating. You know, like if you're like two in two and four or something like that and you can go three and four or two and five. And then you have, like, both your running backs on by. It's just, I don't know, it's tough. I definitely look at it. I know, I think you do too, brother. The thing that I do is I try not to pick my backup quarterback with the same bye week Yep. Uh, when I'm drafting. But then as the season goes on, I try and look one week ahead. So when I'm picking up waiver guys this week, I'm also looking at who's on by next week. So I can potentially pick somebody up and stash him um, before he potentially has a good game this Sunday, where then if you're still doing the old school waiver or if you're doing the blind bidding and you don't have as much money that somebody else can come in and scoop them up before you. So I try to look a week ahead, um, you know, just so you can potentially get somebody else that nobody knows about before they, you know, blow up and then you lose, lose them. Right. Like a Kenyan Drake, for example, that nobody would have, you know, thought about Or How about like an Alfred Morris where we weren't sure what was going on with the whole Zeke suspension, you know, now that, you know, he's, suspended for six you know six games right now we you know we things could change over the next day or two but a lot of people have a lot of buys this week you know alfred morris would be one this week marquise goodwin with pierre garcon going down tyler lockett with you know having a good game last week to someone to take a flyer on devin funch is now filling in as number one mm. for carolina curtis samuels filling in as the number one and a half two and a half three whatever he's going to be True. for them you know these are guys that you know Bye weeks are killers for those who don't care about bye weeks when they draft. And this happens to be one of those weeks. Week nine is a killer. So I just, you know, wanted to get your thoughts on that and if, you know, if it impacted you in the drafting process. Because people kind of really struggle with that. Yeah, they don't look ahead. Got to do your research. Yeah, and especially because, you know, that your number two quarterback might not be your number two quarterback come week six. They might be gone. Exactly. You know, so it's hard to plan those things, and it's, you know, it's an important factor, but not the end-all, be-all. So our last little bit of uh, discussion will be pretty important, I think, and it's getting into the playoffs. It'll be, each of us will just go through one topic, you know, one bit of information that might help the listener, help you guys out there get into your playoffs. You're sitting there four and four. You're sitting there three and five. You're sitting there five and three, say, and you want to maintain your record. You want to maintain your team. But... You also want to 
get into that next step of getting into the first round, the second round, the finals, and winning your overall league. That's the whole point of fantasy is to win. So, you know, start with you guys. What 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 is your best piece of advice for somebody who is on that fringe, on that cusp, that wants to get into the playoffs? It's very difficult um, to not start guys that you've drafted in the early rounds that you've been waiting to have, like, big games throughout the season. And you're getting to the point, if you haven't already, honestly, where... I don't think you can just keep holding out because now you honestly, it doesn't matter where you drafted these guys. You have to be matchup dependent, how they've been playing, do they have the momentum. Um, and honestly, play the waiver wire. You have to constantly be looking to make trades and completely change your roster. And like I said earlier, I think you got to be looking ahead to potentially guys like Danny Woodhead or Teddy Bridgewater who maybe were hurt or haven't played or that they're coming back from suspension. Um, that aren't necessarily on anyone's radar yet where you can, if you have a bench spot or like make, make space on your bench for them because you want to have these guys in your team before they actually do well. Um, so you can use them in the weeks to come. I think you got to take risks. Obviously you can't just stick with the status quo and, and, and ride the team that you drafted. You got to be constantly mixing it up and, and honestly playing, playing the matchups and, and go for it. I would say be patient you probably mentioned it in your little spiel there, brother. But mine is definitely you gotta you gotta have faith in in some of these players like a Lamar Miller or a Joe Mixon. Like now now they're I mean Joe Mixon he's still showing us, but Lamar Miller we know exactly what he can do. Like I have one team that I'm two and I was I was two and five last week and then I won. Now I'm three and five, still in the playoff hunt, mind you. I drafted David Johnson first, uh, Terrell Pryor I think with my third pick, who stinks. So, needless to say, this team is a little, little interesting. I got someone like Paul Richardson. Now it's starting to pay off. So the patience—if you could still win early on—all you have to do is make the playoffs. That's it. Make the playoffs in your fantasy league, and then that's where you turn it on. That's where that's where champions are made. Obviously. Two great pieces of uh, advice. My my last one will just be to don't panic. And it's it kind of gets back to both of your you know pieces of advice. It just do not panic. There's there's plenty of games that have matchups where your star player is going to go up against a great defense. It's going to happen all the time. Going up against Florida, uh, up against Seattle secondary, you know, going up against Denver secondary, going up against Jacksonville secondary. It's going to happen all the time. My point is is just play the matchup. Know who your backups are. Know you know their capabilities in the event you need to use them. And don't panic. Just relax. Take some deep breaths. And I can tell you from my own experience that overthinking leads to destruction. So do not overthink. Do not panic. Because it, in the end, if you do, you will lose. Adam, and I can Adam tell Thielen. you, I can tell you straight up, play the matchup. Adam Thielen Adam against Thielen. the worst. Adam Thielen. God, I, I hate how much this comes up, but it's true. <laughs> Adam Thielen went up against the worst secondary in the NFL and you last him. year. And you the worst secondary. Green Bay Green Bay was the worst secondary in the NFL, ranked. Like, straight up ranked. They they sucked. Demarius Randall was getting eight every game. I Just unbelievable. And I didn't play the matchup, and there goes Adam Thielen for 12 catches, 200 and whatever yards, and two touchdowns. So that's my point, is play your matchups, don't panic, do not overthink, and that will get you there. You know, if you're 5-3, and three, don't get overconfident. If you're 3-5, and five, don't lose hope. You know, there's plenty of time left, and it's, it's all about knowing your players and knowing their capabilities against the teams they're playing that week. 
Whew, you made me feel a little bit better about uh, Deshaun Watson going down this week. Oh, man. I know, you. right? Like, what the hell? Yeah. I love how crab. my misfortunes. I love how my misfortunes really uh, can bring bring the sprite out in some people. It Shots. was really your. It was really more uh, around your non-panicking. You know, breathe. You made me feel a little better there. Thank you. I wasn't. I wasn't bringing up your. You know, your misfortunes. And don't don't necessarily start a guy because of his name too. If he hasn't been playing well, that's another. Yeah. That's another tough tough thing. To Terrell Pryor. <coughs> uh, him, you could sit. Terrell mm. Pryor. <coughs> Besides him, you know what I mean. But like, look at well, like you said. Look at matchups. Uh, on that note, we wish you all the best of luck this week and this unfortunate week of games. And uh, this is the Fantasy Fam signing off. Bye.